broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. The balls are inert. And now it begins. Hey everyone, welcome back to Nerd to Know Media on Phoenix FM 92.5 FM and this is a very loaded uh, uh, loaded crew this week. Of course, I am Brian, but I am joined by my co-hosts. Introduce yourself, guys. Dara O'Connor. Straight out of Kanto. Oh. <laughs> Who's next? Me, Kevin Coffey. <laughs> And Katie from Manic and Blue. <laughs> awesome. So, how are we doing, guys? Yeah, decent. Yeah, pretty good. Grand, yeah. Perfect. We are yeah. doing. Lockdown living, yeah. guys. Lockdown Bye. living. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> it's like that, that line from Futurama just like, makes sense now, where it's like, existing is basically all I do. <laughs> <laughs> how would you describe your day? Surviving. <laughs> I'd love to help, but I am already in my pajamas. <laughs> literally, literally. That's it. it's like, oh, I, haven't, I haven't gotten out of my pajamas. So see, here's the thing, right? I, I work from home, right? Before this started. So at Christmas, I was like, listen, I don't want anything. Just buy me loads of pajamas. And now I'm like, ah, it was, it was thinking ahead. And I'm just like, I have... Fulfilled. Yeah, it's just like I have I literally have like a wardrobe full of pajamas. I'm like, man, these were work clothes, but now they're just normal clothes. <laughs> Living the dream. Exactly. Prepped for the storm. Exactly. The only, thing, the only way you could have been more prepared for the stars if you actually invest if you put money into uh, the stocks for Zoom. So. I wish, you know, uh, after I wish I did that. That's the one thing where I'm like, oh, I should have seen that coming. Yeah. Stocks for <laughs> Zoom and canned food. No, I have canned food. We're good. Toilet yeah. paper. Mm. No, no, bidets, because apparently bidets are where it's a, you know, where it, I remember living in Italy and they're like, bidets are all over the place. And I was like, man, they're super cool. I'm going to come back and get one. And now I'm like, I should have pushed harder for a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> or, or bidet, as it's, as it's spelled. Um, but guys, this A garden know, hose and a private hedge, your sources. <laughs> have too many private dogs. Hedge. They would that be is, like, what that are you is doing? The, that is the traveler's way, you know. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but look, you know, right, so there's a lot going on, right, in the world. But as far as, like, nerd stuff, everything is just kind of getting slowly cancelled and moved forward. Mm. So, like, there are... There, every time I open up the news feed now, I'm like, okay, all it is is stuff being cancelled and stuff being moved forward or back. Mm. So let's start off the show with some good news. We're doing, okay, I've got one. Well, hold on, beforehand, we're doing a panel... <laughs> Are we? We're officially doing a panel, and right. it's uh, the first ever that I know of. Lisa, if I'm wrong here, uh, f forgive me. 
it's, it's an anime lockdown it's panel. It's an anime lockdown panel, and it's going to be on the bank holiday weekend, or I suppose normal time weekend as it is. I don't know. Bank holiday <laughs> the lockdown weekend. Lockdown weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a weekend now. Exactly. What a novelty! What a novelty! A day off. Um, yeah, so it's it's that weekend, um, the May first to third. And we don't know the full details yet, but we are doing a panel and we're doing it on, like there's two panels, uh, Stray Kanto's doing her panel um, and we're doing a panel for Nerds No Media on Doki Doki Literature, Literature Club, the Dayton Sim Nightmare. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're excited. Um, a couple of you guys haven't played it yet and I'm like really excited for you guys to play it because I think you'll have a great time. Can't well, wait to hear what you in, guys think of it. It's fascinating. In yeah. my defense, I'm like, I don't do horror at all i love surreal monster movies but like i can't do horror so i've been slowly working my way up to it by playing little nightmares and i can only do that in like five minute increments oh god (laughs) like this this is a different sort of horror than most horror games there's no jump scares as such oh thank god okay yeah like it's, it's it's much more kind of an existential yeah oh i can do that i can do that you will have like existential crises after playing it but, uh, Sounds like my we're life. all having existential crises right now. So we're gonna be right at new, home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I would say is, you know, it, it's we haven't pieced together yet, obviously. But uh, I think when we do, it, it's gonna be super fun. I'm excited to see how the actual thing runs because um, it's gonna be all on Twitch. It'll, anyone who's interested, keep an eye on our social media because when we find out, we'll put up the information. But um, yeah, clear your weekend because it's gonna be like a whole list of panels and stuff going on as well uh, clear your quarantine weekend exactly exactly you know, just go to twitch and i'll be there uh, lisa w- what is your panel about um they've accepted my horror and pokemon panel oh, so that's I kind of that. straight out of yeah that's kind of straight out of kanto's signature panel but obviously i've done the panel a lot at different conventions but each time i do it it's something different so for quarantine con i'm obviously gonna hopefully try and come up with some stuff maybe that i haven't discussed before or look into things that kind of haven't been as like because i'm sick to death of the lavender town syndrome anybody who knows anything about me is sick to death of the lavender town syndrome so i'll definitely come up with something special for uh anime con can i put something in the in the bowl oh do 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 stir that bowl because uh, yeah like it's you have to figure a way how to do that like virtually though that's the thing be like how can I do this and like do a randomizer maybe um, oh yeah you can do like a you can put like names into a generator and it randomizes and picks one yeah yeah I totally do that because that's like you know I remember when we saw your panel I was like oh it's such a good idea so excited oh the names it. out of a hat thing yeah that yeah, was yeah. the first and only last time I ever did that oh such a good idea you know cause the turnout for that was great I'm kind of like I, I, like one thing about like doing panels and stuff like that is like you know the interactivity with the crowd I don't know how to oh, do yeah. that virtually but I'm sure we'll find out it's going to be hard to try and for, for all the all the panels that, that are attending that week and it's going to be hard to kind of find a way that it's not like a lecture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or just like that's the thing. Talking. Yeah. I did see on their site, though, that they're going to talk about how, uh, how, how they're going to work out some kind of a way for the audience to participate with the um, panelists uh, through questions in advance or something like that. I'm not sure. 
Well, I, I think um, if you do that and you have it on Twitch, there'll be the good Twitch chat there, there anyway. So Yeah, they do like they stream comments or something, don't they? Yeah, so everything you do, it's, 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 a, it's a live chat. So like we were doing the rewind there like two weeks ago and literally in the middle of the, the talk, someone was like, hey, um, who are your top favorite three wrestlers of all time? And we're like, oh, we never thought about this before. Okay, you know, let's just, open uh, it up to the floor. Yeah, so it's I, I think that's that's what will happen. But um, like obviously, you know, when we know, we let you guys know, and we'll pop everything we can over on the YouTube channel anyway. So um, you know, just keep an eye on the social media, and we'll go from there, I suppose. But yes, sorry, that's that's the good news, Brent. Sorry for cutting across you. What's yeah, your no What's worries. your happy story of the week? So uh, there was a new director announced for the next Doctor Strange film. Oh yes! Ooh, I did hear about that. And it's Sam Raimi. Yes. Oh. And yeah, it 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 makes me very very happy because I I had all but clocked out of the, the MCU up to this point, but now I'm probably going to go see this Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> see, I was going to see this movie anyway because it's apparently the first stray horror movie that they're mm. doing for the MCU. So I was like, oh, and I love Doctor Strange anyway. But yeah, like you, Kev, I've kind of checked out the MCU like almost completely. But this this had me. You know, just to tip in. The, the, the title alone like, is enough to to like raise some uh, is enough to raise curiosity. Yeah, what's it? It's the moons of madness. Uh, the, the multiverse, multiverse of, of, madness. Multiverse of madness. And like, yeah, it's enough to make you go, hmm. Okay, this you is, got this sounds pretty good. Interest. Yeah, but, but it's not, also, I mean, like the, the first director for Doctor Strange also has like a good background in horror, and he's going to be producer on it still. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, so, I, like, like I, I was definitely a big fan of like the visual direction in Doctor Strange, and it's, mm. it's one of the it'd be one of the more kind of standout of that run up through Endgame that I think I would have I would have picked out. Yeah. Like, mm. it, like the visual direction on it was really really interesting. So yeah. if they kind of follow on from that with a more horror style I'd be really interested to see what they do with that what's interesting about the first movie is the director like he directed one of the worst films I've ever seen but also like some of my favourites and some guilty pleasures so he did Hellraiser Inferno which is not good don't watch it mm. um, is that the one in space? no no, that, no that's one of the original Hell, Hell, no, not the original ones that's the I think it's the fourth one I think it's, it's either the fourth or the fifth yeah Hellraiser Inferno was one of the more recent ones oh, okay uh, Actually, no, no. A Hellraiser retrospective at some of the crazy ones would be a lot of fun. I watched, just don't watch any Hellraiser past three. Yeah, no, no, no. Do but for different reasons. So no. Hell, Hellraiser three is the one in space, I think. No, it's no, not. It's no, not. Bloodline. Sorry, Bloodline. Hellraiser four. I'm, bloodline. I'm telling you, there was a yeah. there was a day where we sat down and we just binge watched all of the Hellraisers, and at one point, like I think I looked up and I was like, "How did we even get here?" <laughs> Uh, see, I, what are I, we doing anymore? I never watched the Hellraiser movies until I was like well into adulthood, and I watched one, two, and three in a row, and I felt kind of sick. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of st- desired defect. But on that point, then I start watching the crazy ones after it, and I'm like, these are hilarious. My personal favorite one is what's it? I think it's Hell World. Yeah, my favorite one is Hell World from 2005. That's um, oh, no. it, it's it's ridiculous. And um, who's in it? I think Superman's in it. Play Superman's <laughs> in it. Um, Not the yeah. actor, the Pinhead character. Superman. Henry Cavill's but- in it. Henry Cavill's actually in it. And and, and the major plot point is uh, Nokia thirty three ten. Goodness. So it's fantastic. But no, the one in space. I just look it up there. It's Bloodline. That's when they're making the, they're making the thing. There was and there was something about a princess, and I, I at that point I had checked out. I was like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah, 
Um, but no, like I'd, I'd say, Lisa, following up on your point, like if it is, if it is like you know, if you're looking for the the pure, the pure horror movie, don't watch it after like four because it just gets ridiculous. Disagree uh, no, but... that I know my limitations. I love Hellraiser too much to want to watch it past the third movie. But what what I'd say is, you know, Hellraiser, uh, Hellworld, it's it's brilliant. I love it so much. My favorite one because it's so so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, he directed Hellraiser Inferno, which comes just before, just after Bloodline. So it's when it gets like really ridiculous. So it's the fifth one. Um, and I wasn't a fan of it, but he did do Exorcism of Emily Rose, which I liked a lot. Um, oh, he did the, yeah. He did the first Sinister, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. He did Deliver Us oh. from Evil, which has its moments as well. Yeah. And yeah, and then he did Doctor Train. So he has a very good horror pedigree, Scott Derrickson. Um, so it seems like Doctor Strange opens itself up more to this kind of like horror experience, rather. Which than... is strange, considering the first one really doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it has any horror fingerprints in it. Is it Doctor Strange? Uh, <laughs> it has moments though, because it has some bits where you're like, "Oh, this is kind of," you know, like the visual storytelling. Of oh it. yeah, no, like mm. the 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 surrealism of it, kind of. But I I don't know, like it just didn't get any horror vibes from it. I think the closest thing to the horror that you got out of it was like the specific visual used for Dorma. Yes, exactly. Kind of, that's kind of it. But I think, I think if they're gonna, I think if they go more in the direction of trying to make it more of a visual horror experience, you know, considering the the visual influences that they've uh, that they took on board, mm. things could get really visually intense really quickly. Well, here's and the thing. One thing that well, one thing that they've already hinted on, guys. Sorry for cutting mm-hmm. cautious there, but they drop. They've been dropping a lot of hints along and some shorts of uh, Marvel zombies. Mm. Zombies. Oh, right. Marvel zombies. They have, they, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I've read, I've read one or two of them. They're ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, but not only do you have you read them, but if you watched the last Spider-Man movie, Iron Man is a zombie in one of the one of the sequences. Oh, They've also done yeah. some some um, animated series that they hint at last year's Comic-Con where Captain America's a zombie. You know, what they could do here is, you know, if Doctor Strange is going around the multiverse, he could end up in that, that timeline. So I, I, I'm very excited to see what they do here because it, it, it opens it up completely. Because yeah. so, I, I was completely checked out. Yeah, and also as well, um, if they're opening up the multiverse, that's how you bring Spider-Man full circle. with Edges. And Deadpool. They and did Deadpool. promise Deadpool. They did promise that mm-hmm. they for a while. So yeah, I'm excited. Like overall, you know, I think the MCU is what it is. But I think with this, it's it's definitely way more exciting. So yeah, good catch, Brian. Yeah. The only other thing on that kind of the MCU side of things that I saw come up was uh, John Krasinski, who was most known from The Office as Jim. Oh, Quiet Place. Uh, yeah, and the Quiet Place. He's been in talks with Marvel. People don't know exactly. <gasps> Reed Richards. Reed Richards is what John Krasinski wants to play himself. There's no information oh, he would to confirm be so it. Good. Yes, he would. There's um, he would be perfect. But I mean, he could easily be going into direct. Um, I don't think so. I, I, no, dude. I, I think they they, they they hired want a good Fantastic Four movie. Yep, I'm sure they yeah. do. But I mean, the track I mean, record I, is that that hasn't happened ever. So <laughs> I think that he could he could direct and star, and it would be great. Probably. Totally could. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think the fact that he's even getting talks is exciting. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. 
like there's not that many actors who, that, out, that haven't been in Marvel films that would attract me to see a Marvel film at this point. Mm. But he's definitely one of the few people on that short list. So, yeah, I would I would go see for Krasinski. I, yeah. I, I just, I love him so much. It's, it's crazy though, because he, he auditioned for Captain America. And it would be cool after all this time for him to finally be in an MCU film. Yeah, I, I mean, so, like as much as as much as I love him, I don't think that he would have been the Captain America. No, you know, it it I just think, doesn't have that look about him. Yeah, I think Chris Evans pulled it out of the bag though. Like, yeah, um, which Actually, is incredible. He was as good a Captain America as he was a bad Johnny <laughs> Johnny Storm. <laughs> Johnny Storm. <laughs> Actually, I did watch because um, what's it? Caravan of Garbage on YouTube. They've mm-hmm. been they've been going back through the Fantastic Four movies recently. Yeah. I actually did watch. There was only one. No, well, <laughs> well, no, the second one, Doug Jones. The, yeah. You mean the you mean the nineties one? The nineties. <laughs> actually, the documentary. Uh, what's it called? I have it here from the the story of Roger Cor- Gar- uh, Corman. Roger Corbin. Robert Corbin's Fantastic Four is a mm. great documentary. Um, do watch it. It's better than the movie. But um, mm. it's hard to get. I had to like order from America. Anyway. Long story short, but um, yeah, I I never watched the Silver Surfer before until like the other day, and I was like, this actually isn't terrible, and then it gets terrible. But the Caravan, the garbage, uh, the, they were going through it, and uh, yeah, man, the whole series they just really messed up. Yeah, it's but I mean, like at the Fantastic Four is one of those film is one of those uh, things that's been tried so many times and has never really worked. Um, so it's just a bit strange. Mm. That um, I mean, if they, I mean, they'd be, they'd be really excited to see who um, who the MCU cast, yeah, for it. But it's, I mean, at this point, and I would still always go into going with a level of skepticism because it's one of the few uh, superhero superhero groups that's like verbatim never worked. Yeah, you know, so yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Like, like they need they need kind of someone like that, you know, and uh, it's just he looks like him. Yeah, like literally, absolutely. You, know? you can, I can absolutely. Just, you put the silver streak on the side of his head, and you can you can see it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is a controversial opinion or not, but like for me, growing up, the Fantastic Four were never really that strong of a group. Like no. even in the comic books or the cartoons, they always needed someone else with them. But they, Shit. you see, I think the, the the cultural impact for that team because at one point they were massively important. But yeah. I mean, the idea of the nuclear family. By the time it got to like the nineties, was such a passe idea because because it was just so common for people to have divorced parents. Mm. Yeah, and it like just, it didn't. It never came off as idealized. No, but and, at that point as well, like by the time that I was a kid growing up, we had you know the Hulk, which was again another radioactive yep. superhero. Yep, and that was that was way more. They kind of push that more than the Fantastic Four, I think. Yeah, yeah. but the fa- the Fantastic Four also filled this really, really needed role of being support characters. Yeah, for everyone yeah. else. Like in the in the comics, they always were more interesting as people you go to for mm. you know, like for example, if Peter Parker had a problem, he'd usually go to the Fantastic Four and be like, "Hey, what yep. do I do?" or whatever, you know, if he couldn't get out to the X Men, and that's and that's what it kind of felt like, and they were always a lot stronger in in groups like the Illuminati and stuff. Where, and in Doctor Doom, like Doctor Doom in general, like it was that's, always more interesting just being Doctor Doom. He's the I think like he'd be the one I'd want to see them inter- like introduce because you can't really have one without the other. Yeah, actually, so you know what? what they, actually, the most anticipated thing I'd take from a Fantastic Four movie. And you know what they could do since they already have 
Um, like Mads Mixon is who I'd want to play Doctor Doom, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Big guess. But he was already in Doctor Strange. Now go with me here. <laughs> if they're doing Doctor Strange in the multiverse, they could just have Mads Mikkelsen as Doctor Doom and just be like different universe. Well, I mean, they don't even have to explain it because no, they, they, they recast constantly. Yeah. You know, and they have like you know Captain America was Johnny Storm, mm. all this mm. kind of stuff where they have. You know, character actors playing different characters, and they don't explain it. They could literally just cast him and be like, "This is what it is." Mm. Yep, exactly. He's wearing just a metal rem- mask most of the time. It's not like yeah. anyone's going to notice. Exactly. There's this uh, subreddit I follow that goes that like uh, just puts out deliberate, like intentionally bad uh, movie de- detail uh, points. And one of them was like, uh, was talking about an Iron Man two. Tony Stark doesn't notice that his best friend Rhodey has completely changed. That's a good point. It's like, and therefore, or it's very clear that that Tony Stark is actually a racist. Like, <laughs> <so good. laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, look. Speaking of speaking of the MCU, we don't want to turn this into an MCU show as such. But all the movies that were supposed to come out have been moved back. Yeah. So Black Widow, which was supposed to drop like later on uh, this, like two, two, two or three months, yeah. is now November. Yep. Eternals is 2021, February. Uh, Shang-Chi and The Legends of Ten Rings is May 2021. Untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel, July 2021. July 2021. Doctor Strange, November the 5th, uh, 2021. And Tor, the movie which we won't talk about, is 2022. Um, oh, if no, it's I'm... any consolation, you can stream the new Trolls movie now. You know what? I actually really wanted to see that movie, but I'm not going to pay 20 euros for it. <laughs> That's you know it. What? It's like 18 euros or something wild like that. Yeah, it has crazy. the McElroys in it, so I'm actually halfway interested. Do you know what, though? Like, the, the first Trolls movie was one of those movies that, because I had to watch it for work, you know, like market research. Right. Yeah. The kids were always asking me to, like, paint trolls or make trolls out of balloons or whatever so I had to watch it and I sat there and I went oh wow this is surprisingly delightful <laughs> that, see that's, that's what I figured it was going to be yeah. like and I'm like this actually looks pretty pretty good and I have a Cineworld card but I'm like I'll be damned if I'm going to pay 20 quid for it so it's not happening yeah no <laughs> I was just like here's what, here's what they should do right and now obviously you can't because it costs you minutes or it's like these places have their streaming services just sell them to Netflix or Disney and then put premium on top of it it's like it's that's kind of what's happening as well though because like um, you know there was that the Armist Fowl film that's supposed to come out yeah. that's going straight to Disney Plus now yeah it is yep you know yep um, which is like I mean they 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 had trailers running for that for a good eight or nine months by this point. Mm. <laughs> for them to but, just go, yeah, it's gone straight to... It's going but I straight think to with, um, with the whole social distancing thing, a lot more is going to be going straight to stream rather than cinema. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like, like, I'd be amazed if, if the cinema industry even survives this, you know? Actually, AMC, yeah. just, AMC just went bankrupt there. Mm. Um, in really? the States. Yeah, so I was watching uh, Midnight, Midnight, Midnight Edge were doing a, a thing on it. Mm. So it's uh yeah man that's that's crazy that that happened but you know I think we're gonna see like a complete change of the way this was done like this whole um this whole industry is gonna have to change and it probably will just go streaming like I don't know about you guys but for me cinema is still an experience yeah yeah oh, yeah. yeah yeah we were just talking about that um over dinner when we were watching we were just watching the news over dinner and oh, okay. the ad for trolls 
<laughs> the screaming came up and my mum was they just knew. like, oh, what's going to happen now? Are they going to do that with all the movies? Are all the movies just going to be streamed now yeah. on TV rather than cinema? Are people still going to want to go? And I'm like, no, no, no. People will still want to go for the mm. whole experience. You know, the popcorn, the big screen, yeah, the whole exactly. kind of yeah. midnight previews for things. But then whether or not they're going to be able to is That's another thing. Because while one in theory... You know, you could social distance in terms of, you know, mm. put a couple of spaces of seats between people, but then they'll have to jack up the prices of tickets. And there's just a whole thing whole of whether thing. or not it's just going to be easier for the film distributors to put them straight out of mm. streaming mm. or are, are they just going to cut out the middleman of cinema? One of the things that's coming through, though, as well, is like really interesting stories where um, some cinemas in the States have uh, started doing it, where they've turned the parking lots for their multiplexes into drive-in cinemas. Oh wow. Where they've just put big big sheets in front of uh in front of the <laughs> the building and like just do like a uh, takeout orders. For, Lads, we're going back to the fifties. But this, that is I mean, amazing. This is, yeah, I love I like it. our new fifties yeah. overlords. Like, there was um there was there was I know when it was in uh, a few years ago in Cork they used to have this uh um what do they call it now? They used to have this uh, drive-in cinema where basically you just tune your radio. Yeah, the... they, they still have those. I went yeah. to one of those over Christmas. Yeah. It's so, like, I mean, stuff like that is like, it's actually a really cool way to watch it. And it's also like for social distancing, I could see that kind of become the way that cinemas are done if, uh, if people are enterprising enough to think of it. Yeah. Or at least a way for them to kind of build back up to, uh, yeah. to a secure business model. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, it's... It's going to change the way things are done, but that doesn't, you know, if you, it's kind of forcing everyone to adapt. And if you don't adapt, you know, it's going to be wiped out. And I think um, this kind of stuff will survive, but not in its current form, which sucks, but you know, it is what it is. I think you're right, Lisa, that the the cinema experience is unlike anything else. And look, no matter how big your TV is, no matter what you have, people still like the cinema. You know, there's nothing like it. I yeah. like. I find I get distracted from just even sitting watching a movie, kind of on my own. Yeah. That I don't oh, get distracted phone. in a way I don't. Yeah. Distracted in a way that I don't get mm. in when I'm sitting in a cinema because when I'm in that cinema like screen, my like my I mentally know I'm here to watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, but it's it's that same thing of like you know if you go off to the theater to watch a play, it's that same thing of going off to do anything publicly where you're just more involved in it by going and doing it. Yeah. And think, like there is the kind of thing with, um, like I see this being less impacted than something like gigs because gigs aren't going to happen probably until next year. Um, yeah. Which sucks. But with cinemas, you know, you can, you really can like adapt that change in a certain way where, um, you know, it, it, it gets more scope. But in the, in the immediate short term, setting up some kind of deals where you pay an extra five bucks a month for Netflix or Disney to mm. get that movie. That make, for to me makes sense, but you know, not even, you don't want to lose the millions of dollars that would happen. But again, either lose millions of dollars or else the movie's not coming out. Yeah. It's just six it one half a dozen or the other. Exactly. But from what I hear, a lot of uh, production houses are upset or distributed houses are upset because of what the troll movie did where they're like, oh, you just cut us out. Okay, but we're not going to host this movie in the future. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. a lot more complex than just, you know, to put them on the streaming service. 
but um yeah what and as well just with content sorry just um okay. just even, even things like tv shows and even even things like carnation street and emmerdale hmm. and any movies it, it, everybody's kind of got their stock content that they've built up but people they were even saying recently just this week on the news they're like we're gonna run out of stuff to air we only have so much kind of safeguarded way if you guys want anything new on netflix or even new movies to stream they're gonna have to lift restrictions soon because they're physically running out of things to kind of release yeah now that's it you know it's like it's it's the opposite of what we're having with wwe where they got a government exemption yeah, as an essential service. Essential sport now or something. Yeah, yeah. so it's just like that's yeah. the opposite. It, ju- of it just took a truckload of money. Yeah. to get that exemption. Well, even when you're watching it, though, right? It's like an empty arena, so it feels really weird. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if just taking that model onto something like Emmerdale, how are they going to shoot that on a hand cam? Like, you know, it's like it's just, you know, you won't be able to have extras there, and it's just. It changes. On iPhone, two people talking ten feet away from each other. Exactly. It's just it doesn't it doesn't work, you know. So they're gonna have to find some way to make that work. But yeah. It, it's like even with TV now, you're like, right, well, what can you do? Okay, we're just gonna show box sets, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So eventually, new mm-hmm. content is gonna be, you know, perfect example to to break to break our our nerd rule in in the sports ball world. What's happening now is they're just showing people playing games, like literal video games, and that's their games, and they're doing it like real content. And also with uh, NASCAR in the states, they, they have fake NASCAR where they're actually like just playing the game, like it's real. <laughs> oh dear! Incredible. <laughs> and it's just like this is this is the world we live in now. Where oh, this the, is we are becoming that cyberpunk dystopia. That's we are becoming a cyberpunk dystopia without all the cool stuff we were promised, like green Linux terminals everywhere, dust coats. Where's you know, the synthwave? Where's the synth guys? music? Oh, the synthwave revolution is happening. If you look for it, Irvin, what's it? Uh, Irvin Power or whatever. Can't remember his full name, but uh, yeah, there's some cool stuff there if you go looking for it. But oh no, I'm finding synthwave. But where is it like all the time? All the time, yeah. It's just like we got like a really bland version of the the apocalypse we were promised. We're going to turn into demolition glow, right? Yeah. It's going to be demolition man, but at the time where this is all over. I hope everybody's <laughs> practicing the three seashells. Exactly. We're going to finally figure out how they're used. Although you know, to be to be fair, I'm in that movie in the form of Dennis Leary. That's me. So I'm like, the future does not look good for me if we end up that way. So it's just like, and Bryn will tell you that. So it's just what it is. Um, yeah. So look, on the good part about it, if anyone has a PlayStation right now, um, they're giving out free games. So the Uncharted series is there, the full Uncharted series and Journey. So it's all part of this uh, play at home initiative, which is very very kind of weird to see <laughs> that they're all just giving away free stuff there's some good bonuses uh, sorry some good uh, bundles up on Humble Bundle uh, you can get Spec Ops the line for a euro get Spec Ops the line it's the best game you've never played are you a nerd? Do you like hearing about a bizarre range of topics from the world of nerd? Does your heart and hairstyle still belong in the nostalgic 90s? Are you a sucker for spooky weirdo things? Well, whether you're a hardcore nerd or a vanilla ice ice baby, Straight Outta Canto is the podcast radio show for you! Straight Outta Canto, that's K-A-N-T-O, Ireland's number one show for nerd culture, nightmares, nostalgia and more. Straight Outta Canto. Hello and welcome to Nerd Snow Media on 92.5 Can I start again? Box, box, box. Cotton the ropes. Cotton the ropes. Oh, oh.
One week, I'll get that right on the first go. Phoenix 92.5 FM. It's our king. There, there, used, there used to be a wrestler called Sinkara, and his entrance was he'd, he'd jump, he'd try to jump over the ropes, yeah. but every time he'd miss and hit the ropes, so he had yeah. to fill him at like three or four times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did 20 takes, some, and that was the best one. At some point, we'll also have to show you the glory that is the Shockmaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's tragically funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said you've kept it to an hour because every week I tell Stevie, oh, I'll be back in an hour. And she goes, no, you're not. I'll be two. And then like she's put Maybe. 10 quid in it tonight. And right. I quite fancy winning that 10 quid. All right. But, but tell her the time starts from now. Cause I'm keeping it, cause yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. No, I, as, as long as I'm back by 11, I get free coffee tomorrow. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it to an hour. We're going to make a point of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, hold on. Before we go, is Stevie on the panel? Because she has to be. Uh, I'll ask her. Honestly, it depends on the baby's behavior. Baby can be on the panel too. Yeah. Like I don't yeah, mind. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm okay with, with like her chiming in. Uh yeah, I'll guess the Shurikan lads put out three extra chairs. Then we'll invite Lisa, make it seven, have two people who've never seen Star Wars <laughs> this watching. Is- Three or four people rage about it. This is quite literally going to be group therapy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is like I, I kind of think we could get the title re- changed to be instead of being the post mortem, just calling it group therapy over Star Wars. Yeah. Well, okay. group therapy is when we start the weekly meetings. <laughs> I, I think my trauma with, with Star Wars began on. <laughs> the bad man touched me here. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing to your heart. <laughs> Darth Vader was in a hallway. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, you need to get um, Stevie in the, uh, in on that. Like that, this needs to happen. Again. I'm quite insistent. I'll, I'll tell her as soon as we're off the chat then. All right, okay, cool. <laughs> but I need someone to be like more upset than me, so I just you'll know, just, you'll you'll just get that in I promise you that much. Do you want us to bring our purple lightsaber as well? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> it's so funny. Stevie keeps trying to play with it, but every time we turn it on, the noise makes uh, the Baba cry. So she's got this, like, cr- great Christmas present that's being held hostage by her firstborn. Oh, well, uh, that's, like, on purpose. Maybe she knows. She's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's totally on purpose. Disney Star Wars was too bad. You don't deserve to enjoy this. Gets back off the line. It's the best game you've never played. Uh, <laughs> And I'm carrier. really annoyed now because I spent a whole four euro on it on Steam. You're going to be more annoyed because WWE 2K20 is part of this bundle as well. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, I know. Um, for I'm, who, I'm, I'm good for a while. I just bought Tropico 5 and all three Darksiders games. Oh, nice. nice. Tropico is nice. fantastic. I love Darksiders. But, uh, yeah, no, I've like, never ho- played Darksiders. I've, no, I've really? seen the first two. So I know they're mm. kind of Zelda-y, but very dark. The f- yeah, first good. one is, the second one's a bit more Diablo-y, dungeon crawler-y. They're, yeah. The first two games are absolutely brilliant. And they're then bad. I've heard that the third one is like very Dark Souls. The yeah. third one's Dark Souls, but it's also real jank. <laughs> yeah, real they, jank. They, they, they like finished it and then kind of were like, oh, let's add this to it and then broke the game. But it's, it's <laughs> Yay. Like, yeah. But look, what I, I heard say, though, I haven't actually played it yet, but I've heard that the, the new one they made, Genesis, is actually really good. It's a top-down really? dungeon That's the, crawler. the prequel one. Yeah, I've heard that actually, like it, like it, while it's not very like the rest of the series, it is still a really, really good like dungeon crawler game. Yeah, I had glanced at it in the in the marketplace and, you know, watched the trailer and stuff, and I was just like, this is not what I need right now. 
But what I will say is, you know, fair play to the, the companies that are, are running this because there are a bunch of good deals. Humble Bundle's always really good, but um, they're, lately their deals have been fantastic. Like the 2K deal is great. Um, there's good work remote software, which I'm really glad. There's one in particular, which I'm glad I didn't pay for, um, like the full price that's there. And um, even Fanic, what's it, Fanicle? Um, if you want to get Jackbox games and mystery bundles, you can there as well. But even on the mm. PlayStation Store, and I think you're, you you have an Xbox, Katie, right? Yeah. Yeah, like what are the deals? I haven't got an Xbox, so what are the deals like on that? Are they decent? Um, well, they just ended. So they were doing, they did a quarantine deal. And then I think it was like a week later, they did an Easter sale. And the Easter sale was actually pretty good. Nice. nice. Yeah, like yeah, I, got, I got all a, no, it's, it's not a major uh, deal or anything, but I got like all three Darksiders games for 30 euro. That's not bad. That's very good. That's very yeah, and that, that's including all the DLCs. Oh, wow. that's really good. That's really really good. Hmm. Like it, when it, I saw when I saw. The, sorry, there, Dara. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> what I saw when I when I saw the PlayStation one about the two free games, I just it actually feels like they thought about it. Yeah. Considering the two titles, because the like Uncharted is one of the flagship series, the of the PlayStation now, mm. uh, and that's on top. That's three games in the one. And then the fact that they put they paired that with Journey, so they really, it feels like they're actually making sure that these are games people actually want. Yeah. So if like, you're not mm-hmm. into the adve- into the action adventure, here's a real soothing kind of uh, melancholic game. Uh, it comes on the heels of anyone who's PlayStation Plus member. They gave away the the newest Uncharted as well at yes. the beginning of the month. Oh wow! So, so like if you if you have the PlayStation Plus, you're basically getting all the four Uncharted games for free. Yeah. Which is pretty sound, you know. Now, sadly, I hate Uncharted and I hate I hate those kind of games. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> but you know, for anyone who who likes them, you know, that that's a good deal. Um, so yeah, look, you know, the, the world might be on fire, but at least we got some games. So it's, <laughs> that's, that's the worst thing ever. We had our fun. Yeah, it is, it is. let me tell you guys, if you want a game for like the, exactly this type of uh, for this for this exact scenario, I have been spending morning till night the past week playing Persona 5 The Royal. Oh, good choice. Oh my God, this game has consumed my life. (laughs) (laughs) See, because it's like, it's a hundred hour RPG, but what I've realized is it runs on a day-to-day calendar in the game. So it's giving me the illusion that I'm actually achieving things in a day. (laughs) Haven't decided (laughs) if that's good for me or not, but it's, it's, oh my God, like if you want an absolute time sink, I cannot recommend it enough. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Or hardcore RPGs are, are your kind of like go-to for stuff like that. Like it's uh, I I have Persona Five. I haven't touched it yet. It's still in its wrapping, but I will. Um, I have I found I have some time off from working the, the bank holiday Easter. So I'm like today I did what I always do when I have time off. I'm like I'm gonna do loads and I didn't. Um, so I have another two days and then the weekend. So I I, I, I I'm endeavouring to kind of get into more gaming because uh, I spent most of the last time as we talked on last week's show, Bryn playing yeah. 2k20 and that's next oh. man 2k20 is infuriating yeah it's a broken game with the worst yeah. story ever but also the most engaging story ever you guys would love it um, yeah it's, it's like that like that that story is like the height of is like the epitome of a mixed bag of a story it's got one one whole, it's got a it's basically got like one story that's outside of how it ends is really really well told and then has another story that's awful, except for some beats that are really good. And then that's it. 
Yeah. It's so, it's so annoying. It's crazy. You know, we, we, we talked about it a lot last week and it's, it's just mad. I'm still annoyed that I spent so much time on it. But uh, it's just it is. like you know. But annoyingly, you couldn't stop playing it. Either. No, you couldn't. Like it's like I don't know if you guys have watched Tiger King yet. Have you guys seen it? Yet? Yeah. <laughs> seen that Carol Baskins. Right. Actually, my parents are watching it downstairs. Once we finish, I'm going to rejoin them because I'm on episode mm. five and haven't finished it. Mm. But this story is like that where it's, it's a so train wreck and you can't stop watching. Exactly. Yep. For example, on this point, right? It's the, like you literally go to hell to fight an undead wizard. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, and then at the same time, you fight a possessed girl who's in The Exorcist, and then yeah. it comes, then it jumps forward into the future where The Rock is the president. You wrestle him in the Royal Rumble, and then you, someone tries to murder you legitimately with a robot arm. Hold on, this is yeah. a wrestling yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Plot lines. Exactly. This is amazing. What is this? He's trying to murder you because you got him fired seven years ago, <laughs> and now he's gone for revenge with his robot arm that he yeah. got. He, he he replaced his arm with a with a robot arm, purely for revenge. <laughs> this is the WWE. <laughs> this is the most recent yes, WWE game. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. The, the, the character they they ha- they chose for to have this motivation for is absolutely killing it as well in his vo- in his voice performance. It's awesome just to see how just to okay. see him be so okay. crazy is so is worth it. Where, like where have I been? Because I haven't played a, a WWE game since the first Xbox. And now they're adding wizards. Oh, wow. Oh. You see, the reason why they did this the Undertaker is right. So wizard. Yeah, exactly. The reason why they did this is right. The game is broken. And they knew the game. Like, for example, like, the, you, you go near the ropes and the whole game glitches and you get caught in the ropes. Yeah. So it's just, it's a broken game. But they yeah. knew they had a broken game. So instead they put on this, the craziest story you'll ever see in a wrestling, well, probably in general, but in, definitely mm-hmm. in a wrestling game. And it's so incredibly mesmerizing that you can't stop playing it. And it's the only thing I can, I can equate it to yeah. is watching Tiger King. It it's like, like what's going to happen next? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Tiger King of wrestling games. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, so good. I walked in, like, I think it was the last episode of Tiger King because my dad was watching it. And they were interviewing this guy. He must, I don't know, he must have been like a, a, he testified or something. And he was like, do I regret what I did? Yeah. Would I do anything differently? Probably. And then it just cuts to him <laughs> on a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the je- yeah. Did yeah. you guys hear there's going to be a spinoff now uh, following... Like, it's going to be all about where Carol's husband is. They're doing a movie as well. <laughs> oh, my God, really? Yeah, I think, I think, it's, um, I think they're, they're petitioning David Spade. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, lads, listen. That woman is guilty of sin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's so guilty. It's unreal. Yeah, no, the investigation for her, like- for, her wife, for her husband is reopened as well. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Like to be fair, oh, he disappeared, and nobody knows where he went. She yeah. owns tigers. That's where he disappeared. I mean, to it's be like, fair, a, a tiger wouldn't need a human body unless you covered it in sardine oil. Yeah. <laughs> or barbecue. She knows. <laughs> so, she knows. I mean, <laughs> like it's like, have you guys seen the staircase? No. Oh my god, guys, watch the staircase. Um, the staircase is is brilliant. Seriously, watch the staircase. It's on Netflix. It's um, the guy who taught the lawyer in how getting away with murder or how to make a murder. Mm. Um, he uh, he's in it, and it's all about this cra- crazy case where your man's wife dies, but he also had a wife that died twenty years ago, and they're like, "Oh, you totally did it," but he's a gay author, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we want to get him because he's gay or whatever," and then it just tur- and then you're watching it, and you're like, "Okay, you know." 
I, I understand that. But then through the whole series, you're like, yeah, this guy's really guilty. And then all of a sudden, you're like, no, he isn't guilty. And it turns out that owls, his wife was actually killed by an owl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do watch it. Because you're like, it takes you on this roller coaster where you're like, he's mm-hmm. owls. Owl, an owl, a barn owl attacked her, yeah. And it's a, whole, it's a whole big thing on Reddit as well, but you should watch it because it takes you on this oh, crazy Jesus road. Christ. I'm sorry, yeah. but how, how do you, how, how? It's like Hedwig gone wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like this is the thing. And, Hedwig you know, goes wild. Because you're watching it and you're like, okay, this guy's guilty. And then you're like, actually, no, he's not guilty. The artist's out to get him. And then the L thing pops up and you're like, well, that answers all the questions. <laughs> it raises further questions. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the owl it, did it. The L did it, and there's a whole big thing on Reddit where they're breaking it down and they're doing recreations of it, and they're like, "Yeah, the L did it." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, I don't know why, but it just reminds me of The Simpsons. Where it's like nobody suspects the butterfly. The butterfly. <laughs> but here's, here's the best thing. Man. I actually, I, me and my friend were at um, we were at. Uh, the the meeting of this guy from the staircase, you know, um, it was in City Hall, and he's like, okay, and now it's time to get to what we all wanted, the L. And he starts breaking down the L. <laughs> like, this is insane. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, yeah. It's, so it's reminding me of like the scene in the IT crowd where he's trying to figure out how we should pay your one burned down in a water park. That's matched it figures like diagram and everything. <laughs> Or Futurama and Zoidberg's house is underwater and it burns down. <laughs> and then he finds a cigar. That just raises further questions. Uh, yeah, so, so look, if you like Tiger King, which I yeah. look, I've not, I haven't met one person that doesn't like the Tiger King because it's so crazy. Mm. Watch The Staircase. I guarantee you'll have a great time. And then go straight to Reddit to look up the owl thing. The one, the one thing that I found, like, really interesting coming out of the tiger king is like uh i remember seeing a thread where people were uh discussing it because i unfortunately went really toxic really quickly yeah but i was asking the legitimate question which is why are more people annoyed at carol baskin than they are at everyone else in the show who is who are definitively worse than she is <laughs> this is true this is i will have to say though right i mm. admire joe exotic he is the ultimate libertarian yeah and if i had that money i would be like that Without, without all the madness but I would have tigers yeah, without all the meth and I'd have all the guns and seducing straight men to be gay with meth well you know it's, it all just comes part of it so we don't we don't yeah. we don't, um, we don't he discriminate he truly was not trying to hide what he was he's the most honest person I've ever seen I'm like you know what yeah. I'd vote for you to be president yeah. because you are you are the ultimate libertarian but it's like you know like he He's, he's like that bit better than uh, Doc. What's his name? The guy who had his uh, sex oh, cult. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah, that guy was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! It, what's weird thing about it is though, right? All the tigers look really happy outside of Carol's place, and you're like, yeah. how does the meth head and your your man with the sex cult have happier tigers than you do in the wildlife reserve? It's like uh, it doesn't make yeah. sense. It's because the ones that are in her place have seen stuff. You know, it's the rescue one. <laughs> <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. I don't know, man. It's just, it's the wildest show ever. We've all seen it, haven't we? Yeah, dipping yeah. in and out. Yeah, but just oh, bits. Man. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm probably so going to. I'm probably going to. More the memes. I think the memes are better than the actual show. You know what? No, the memes are pretty great. <laughs> when this quarantine thing started, right? The whole hello, crazy cat and kittens. I'm like, what? what? Is that what people say in business meetings? I haven't heard that yet. And then I watched it and I'm like, oh yeah, this makes sense now. I, I just thought your woman was like, 
the, the face of mm-hmm. like just general working from home. It's like, yeah. no, this makes sense. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's like when you watch, um, it's like when you're a kid and you, you watch uh, Simpsons episodes and you don't really get the references uh, and then yeah. you see Stanley Kubrick and Kane as a teenager adult and you're like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> yeah. The one, no, it's Citizen Kane and all the Stanley yeah. Kubrick stuff. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah I didn't realize it's seen, you know, 80% of Citizen Kane until I wa- sat down and watched Citizen Kane. And I was just like, Simpsons. But here's the thing though. I, one thing that, that, that does, that does like, like usually the Simpsons, you know, Simpsons did it and it usually predicts yeah. your like education into the world. Except for when they tell a joke and you don't know it's a joke. For example, yeah. and I've talked about this before, when it lied to me that uh, we're all a bunch of crazy guys and dolls isn't a song that's in Guys and Dolls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, thought no. it, I thought it was a song for years. Oh, but so it did always my f- comes back to Guys and Dolls. <laughs> but so did my friend. And then we went and did the musical where we did the music for it and we got the music yeah. sheets and we're looking for it and it's not there. And then we're like, why isn't guys and dolls there we're missing a sheet I did a production of it where the director wanted us to open with it, it should and then be just in have it. and then just have someone running mid scene going it's not in the play <laughs> just move on it should be in it I'm sorry that, that it, whoever wrote that they should like make them do it again like, just here, rewrite it exactly you made a mistake but the, the, like, they just like took stock uh, score from the Simpsons and then just put lyrics over it for guys and dolls <laughs> no it's the hooray for Hollywood song yeah yeah it's like that's what it is and this is a go but anyway uh, yeah like actually there was a good um, there was a good a good book for anyone who hasn't read like catching up on the Simpsons because I'm going back and watch some episodes of it and there's a good book mm. called uh, Zombie Simpsons but also How Simpsons Took All Over the World or Planet Simpsons mm-hmm. I'd recommend that for you guys actually because um, it breaks down its whole like rise to power and then it's like gradual to fall. Uh, fall. Mm. It's very good. That sounds awesome. But Zombie Simpsons is better again if you really want to get into why the show started being mm. terrible. Well, I, I mean, they like, stopped being funny. That's when it became terrible. They just got really the stale. They're writers. That's yeah. I think I think that Disney has actually copped onto that though, because even on Disney Plus now they're like categorizing Simpsons episodes. <laughs> oh, really? So yeah, so yeah. they have they have different things. So they have like a whole section of Simpsons predicts. Oh you know, no! And, and things like you know movies it, and that kind of thing. It reminded me of those like VHS collections you'd find. Yes, in, like, that's what it sounds like. An extra of like here's all the travel episodes and here's all the here's all the musical yeah. episodes. Yeah, that's the, they've actually started doing it like that. Yeah. Well, that yeah. makes there was, sense. There was a cool thing as well I saw on Reddit where they someone had done had taken every single IMDb episode uh, rating for every episode and just mm. put it into like a um, into a plot. And like the first bad episode was in season Nine? six, no oh. season six because it was a clip show. Oh, um, and then the last good episode was in season twelve. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Look, no, I, there's, I, as in like there's an individual blip of a good episode in season twelve, right. and that's it. Like so, um, I think the the mediocre episodes started in season nine, right. but they're still good episodes, and then like. There was uh, the same kind of, and then there was just like less good episodes, more mediocre episodes going with season 10. And then there was all mediocre episodes and I think some bad episodes in season Guys, th- you know what we should do? And so on. Because we all love The Simpsons, right? Like, mm-hmm. unhealthily mm-hmm. amount. Yeah. We should do a special <laughs> where we just have our top Simpsons episodes. Yes! We should do that. Yeah. And what we do is yeah. we'll open it up to everyone listening now, sending your favorite Simpsons episodes to nerdtonomedia at gmail.com. Yeah. And we'll set it up and we'll do it because 
what a better way to end the show than to set up a future one. But talking about Simpsons, it just always ends up in the Simpsons or Star yeah. Wars. So, yeah, <laughs> impact if we're talking about wrestling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you're just encouraging my binging now. Like you're not oh, helping me at all. Oh, that was what that was my intention because you know <laughs> it's just, there's you know it's binge TV time. Let's just set up. I tell you what, ten each. Oh man! That's Ooh, but there's okay. like thirty seasons. Exactly, exactly, uh, yeah, exactly. Like eight top ten. Ones. <laughs> because here's the thing, though, right? If if we went for the full thing, we'd be here all day. But ten each, lads. That's yeah. sixty if we're all here. But, but we're also there's going to be crossover. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. we just do it like a season at a time or something? <laughs> well, okay, okay. Let would you rather? No, ten ever. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, I mean, what if we did like you know a season discuss and then at the end do your top ten? Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. Let, let, okay, let's let's watch let's watch a season at a time and then we'll talk about it. Okay, yeah, yes. let's do that. Okay, woo! I like that what idea. Season do we start with? <laughs> well, season one, I guess. Okay, yeah. we'll just we'll do seasons one to ten. Yeah, just do them in order. Yeah. One to twelve. Okay. One to twelve. One to twelve. Yep. All right. Okay. That's it, <laughs> guys. If that's you want the to next three months that's, planned, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's literally, that uh, was easy. Um, so look, what I say is, if you guys want to get involved, uh, listening at home, do send in your favorite Simpsons episodes, any trivia or anything you want to talk about, and we will get that going. But yeah, mm. so from next week on, we're going to be talking about uh, season one, I guess, of the Simpsons. So yeah, awesome. All right, guys. Um, so with that added, let's round out the show. Is there anything you would like to plug, Bryn? Uh, yeah, the real quick thing I'm going to plug is I am super excited to see the next release of Ubuntu, which is coming out on the 23rd of this month, um, 2004. It's out. Uh, there's a beta out, but the full release will be out that date, and I cannot wait to update and see what it's like because there's a bunch of new features that are going to come in, and it sounds like it's going to be pretty good. So. Speaking of which, um, if you guys want to help fight the coronavirus and you're a bit of a nerd, even if you're not a nerd, um, there's a project called Folding at Home, which helps map the genome of COVID-19. Um, and you can just install it on your home computer, on your laptop, um, on a Raspberry Pi, on your phone. And that's how you do it. So it's a small thing you can do. And it's in Ubuntu as well. So Folding at Home is how you do it. So that's pretty cool, man. I'm going to try to download that for myself. I'm trying to get Ubuntu on my Raspberry Pi. It's not going great, but... We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Lisa, anything you like to plug? Um, yeah, if it's all right. Um, Straight Out of Canto is doing a has been doing a side project radio show. Um, called uh, the Venus de Bilo Show Retro Horror Radio, just for the month of um April, just for the lockdown. It's a four part um ye oldie style kind of horror radio play show that's quite short and um. I have two more episodes left. So if you guys want to listen to that, it's just because nobody can kind of go out on Friday night and do cool things. So I'm kind of trying to bring like the spooky Friday night in to your home. I've checked it out. It's very entertaining. I love the old school feel of it. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's really cool. Thank you. Um, Katie, anything you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, I'm just going to plug my Instagram. Um, which is at Mannequin Blue, which is very, it's understaffed at the minute just because I'm working on uh, my home office. But once that's all sorted out, there'll be more content. Hopefully I'll get back into YouTube. And I'm saying this now because it'll force me to do it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, and Kev, I think you like plugs in. Uh, not really. No, I'm, I'm just a dude. I just live here. I'm just 
hunkering down. Right <laughs> He's on. just part of the furniture. And uh, yeah, Keen will be back next week. We have a lot of things coming up, guys. Um, the new website should be launching either tomorrow. Well, actually, when this goes out in Phoenix, it will have already be launched. Uh, go over to nerdtomedia.com. Check out our social medias. That's how you get to keep in contact with us. So from everybody on the team, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.